Welcome to Get Jashed, a conversation series where guests share their stories and how they learn, deal with, practice, screw up, and rise in leadership and communication. I'm your host, Jess Jash, founder and head creator at Jay Lee, where I help impact positive change in high performance teams. I believe there is more than one way to do leadership and communication, so here we are. If you want to know more about how you or your team can work with me, head to j-lee, that's l-e-i-g-h dot com dot au. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Get Jashed. Today I'm very excited to have with me Sonia McDonald. Sonia is Managing Director and Founder of Leadership HQ, one of Australia's leading leadership consulting companies. Uh, she is an international keynote speaker, author, advisor and leadership coach and is Leadership Director, Managing Director and Founder of McDonald Inc., which delivers leadership programs to help build a world of courageous leaders. And Sonia is also founder of T for Teens, a social enterprise helping teenagers, parents, schools, and guardians around mental health. So thank you so much for your time today, Sonia. I know you're very, very busy. It sounds like you're very, very busy. So I really appreciate you joining me. Oh, yeah, that's my pleasure. I, I, I just work really hard. <laughs> um, I'm trying not to... Uh, get in the vortex of being too busy and, and try and help as many people as I can. So it's been a very interesting ch- time at the present. So for everybody, so. And it sounds like you're on a like you're a woman on a mission as well, as far as like all of the work you're doing and it's very honed in on like the specific areas of your expertise, which is around leadership and even mental health and how that plays a role. But um, what inspired you to work in leadership? Was there a catalyst there or like a moment that made you go this or what was that for you? I, I think it happened by accident. So I didn't anticipate being in the space, not for a moment. Funnily enough, I always wanted to be a, a teacher when I was at high school. So I always wanted to be a teacher. And then my teachers at high school told me not to do teaching. Isn't that saying something about the profession? Um, so I was like, oh, what do I do? And then I think it was my mum that said I should do uh, a business degree and do human resources. So, I, yeah, I worked in human resources thinking that I would have a career uh, in HR. And look, and I, I did have a career in HR. And then, uh, you know, as you do get married, have a baby, you know, um, I didn't work as full-time as I did prior to when I had my daughter, Abby. So, but I ended up moving to China and following my husband's career and got a really great part-time HR gig over there in Shanghai. And then world fell apart, came back to Australia, had to start all over again with my little girl and with very little, little money in the bank. And then couldn't find a HR job that would offer me flexibility. And oh, it was really challenging. And then I ended up meeting someone that needed someone to teach and coach engineers and superintendents about leadership. So I faked it and said, I knew lots about leadership. I said, oh, yeah, I know lots about leadership, you know. I've got this thinking, oh, my gosh. Um, And I wasn't faking brain surgery. I was faking, like, I I knew a little bit, but not as much as I made out that I did. And then I just bought heaps of books on leadership and then loved it. I loved it so much. Like, as soon as I started coaching and, and training and teaching these amazing people on construction sites about leadership because they were great at building roads and bridges but not so great at leading people to build roads and bridges and I was coaching them how to do it. It was amazing. I loved it. So I knew this is where I wanted to be. 
Mm. I really love that story because it like to me that's self-leadership right you kind of set the bar up here and you're like you know what this sounds great I'm gonna try and like just bring myself up to that level of knowledge or or whatever it is that you needed to sort of step up to that and then you did it and you surpassed it as well yes yeah I don't know about surpassed it (laughs) so I think at the moment uh we're definitely on a to build a world of more kind, courageous and inclusive leaderships, leaders and leadership. So that's kind of our focus at the moment. And I think with our awards and our programs and the books and everything that we do, it really encapsulates that, that, that change uh, and that move. I call it like a movement, like what we're trying to do to make a difference to others in this space. Yeah. Um, what aspect do you find people, like generally speaking, struggle with the most when it comes to leadership, whether it's grasping it or finding their own sense of leadership within themselves? Um, I think it's probably mostly, uh, what are they, gosh, I think it's probably most that they see leadership as a role or title. Uh, so they kind of go, oh, I'm not a leader because I, uh, I'm not a leader because I don't have the role, like I don't have manager in my name or I don't have CEO in my name. So it's really getting them to understand that leadership isn't a role or title, it's an attitude and it's a choice and it's an action. Uh, so I don't know if you've ever watched that show, you know, is it Undercover Boss or, you know, how he goes in and he, the CEO dresses up as someone else and he goes and talks to several people in the organisation and and gets to find out and speak to people to find out what might be going wrong in the company, how they feel about the company. And it could be someone that's the cleaner, you know, he's just been with the company for 10 years, he's a cleaner, he really cares about the company and he goes on, he goes on the, I personally watch the show go, how could you not pick that he's got a dress, like he's dressed up in someone else? Uh, but he's, he finds out a lot about the company through going undercover but he's talking to people at all levels of the organisation that are leaders, but they don't necessarily have the title. Mm. They're just out there making a difference and making an impact. So I think it's that also the self-awareness piece I see as the self-leadership piece is I think fundamental. And I think by really understanding who you are as a lead, like as a person, as a leader is really powerful and it really helps you in terms of understand how you can make a difference to, to the world and to others. Yeah. Yeah, it's that cumulative effect and it all starts with us. And that was part of the intention of creating this whole conversation series was to hear these different perspectives. So thank you for sharing because um, it was all about saying, you know, like you don't need to have the qualification to be all the title, like to be a leader or to be a better communicator. You can just find your way in that and really own that. And there are so many different ways that you can do that. So I think it's really powerful to tap into that sense of self-leadership as well and going you know like oh I'm gonna like like I said what you did is set the bar up here I'm like okay I'm just gonna do that and take like do what it takes to do that or guiding people to find that or finding the understanding that it's not about a title at all it's just it's just about what it's more actually it's more of a it's more of a verb than a noun oh yeah absolutely and I think you know even you know, the other, uh, the other week I just finished a three-month leadership program with 10, 10 amazing people that work in a construction company and a lot of them just sat there looking at me going, like literally like deers in the headlights going, this is like we've never ever been part of something like this before. And I took them on this 
don't know, you could say journey. I know it's a bit of a uh, word, but it's it, like through a transformation around seeing themselves differently, like helping them understand. And, and at the end, they did their presentations last week. Oh, my gosh, the difference in them from the first workshop to their presentation was just out of sight because they could see, they had the mindset like they kind of said we've got we see leadership in ourselves completely different now and i was just like their cheerleader at the back <laughs> like, like, Woo, like <laughs> so that was and that they're now really hungry for more learning so i think it's when people kind of go i get it like this is because it's not even about leadership in an organization it's leadership in all aspects of your life you know so you know even understanding and, and learning this space has made me a much better parent so yeah it's just understanding that leadership is is an attitude yeah I love that so much because it's so empowering it's self-empowering for people and they get to feel that which I feel like more people should feel that you know it's important to have that sense of self yeah. that sense of like solidity within ourselves as well so um which because I want to tap into your work as well, like with T for Teens and everything. What, like, is there a role you feel like leadership should or does play when it comes to mental health or where that's missing or lacking? <laughs> oh, you're asking me really challenging questions. Um, uh, no, which is good. I had to put T for Teens on hold, which is really disappointing. So I need to look at that next year. Um, so T for Teens, I see that uh, around the comp that was a, around a again something that I wanted to create to help us have conversations over a cup of tea with our teenagers about mental health mm -hmm. uh, because they tend to kind of again as a teenager as a young person you don't know how to process different situations you know your brain's still growing you haven't got that experience. So if you are feeling stress or anxiety or you're feeling lack of confidence or, uh, you know, and also like I see social media has a lot to play with this. You're seeing kind of your mind is exposed to so many different things in the world that you don't know how to process it. Is um, there's a stigma around there's something wrong with me because I am anxious or I am depressed or whatever you might be feeling. And it's okay to be feeling like it's, you know, mental health is so important. And it's so important in leadership. I mean, there's, I'm a lot better now than I was. Um, and I started Team for Teens for my daughter, who is really, she really struggles with anxiety and depression. And it all came about due to bullying, by the way, um, is I'm a lot better now that I've done a lot more work and, um, I'm a lot, a lot more research and the experiences I've had with my daughter around um, mental health uh, around going, I'm going to have a mental health day today. I actually did it a couple of months ago. I was feeling really overwhelmed with what was going on with COVID. Mm. And instead of blocking it out and going, I'm really stressed out. I'm feeling really challenged by what's going on. I'm feeling quite anxious and I'm actually feeling a bit down about it. And I'm feeling overwhelmed like it's not suppressing the emotions and going it's okay that I feel like this and I'm going to have a mental health day where I just need some self-care and because when I'm being when I'm taking care of myself and being kind to myself then I'm able to be a lot more kinder and take care of others around me mm -hmm. uh because you know and amount of times my daughter like she bought me this Wonder Woman outfit from Movie World once, Aww. and I and I said to her, I said, "Why'd you buy me this?" She goes, "Mom, because you honestly think you're Wonder Woman." 
feel like you need to be. And I went, oh, I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> actually, I don't know if that's actually a good thing yeah. because we're not, like, we're not superheroes, you know. And she was, I think she gave it to me as a wake-up call to say, Mum, I don't want you to keep thinking that you can do all this stuff. Like, it's okay. Uh, and look, and I think by being open about it a lot more, like, even when my daughter was going through all that stuff, I was really, I was really open and transparent about it. And the amount of people that came to me and went, oh my gosh, you were so authentic and vulnerable about the, your daughter's mental health issues, your, your struggles with, and also your kind of like, oh my God, I was having some mental health issues around her mental health issues. So I was like, this is really challenging. This is really hard. This is making me feel really down and anxious that I am out there empowering and inspiring so many people around the globe, around leadership, and I thought I couldn't help my daughter. Is that when I started talking about it, the amount of people that went, thank goodness you're talking about it because now I feel safe to talk about it and now I've become a lot more open. So I think that's, as leaders, if we can talk more open about how we might be feeling or coping with certain things, it might give other people permission to be more vulnerable too. Mm -hmm. I see that as um, like leadership is really leading by example, which gives other people permission. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, Where do you feel like you personally get leadership or your communication like right you know it doesn't have to be this whole big big correct thing but where do you feel like you get it right most of the time or you've learned to sort of get it pretty well my leadership communication Mm. yeah either either way like where you personally display leadership or how you've learned to communicate so Like an example of that could be just learning through your daughter's experiences in leadership and going, oh, I learned this. But is there like a summary of something there that you feel like you get it generally right most of the time? Gosh, I don't think I get it right. No, I'm just joking. I'm just um, thinking, um, I think where I get it right is by just just like keeping very aligned to my values. So I keep very... Uh, so I know what my fight, my values are and I make sure I'm very aligned and I'm espousing them and I reflect on them. Uh, are you there? Cause you froze a little bit. I oh, know you're good. You're there. Yeah. Uh, so making sure, um, and I reflect on those at the end of each day and I'm not perfect. So therefore if I'm not perfect, I think I can I be better. Uh, what else do I find? Uh, I think I do a lot of self-development. So I'm always reading and writing and journaling. So that that whole self-development for myself and always learning about leadership is really important to me. And I don't know. I think where I do it best is when I'm, always, I'm really aligned to my kindness and courage. So I'm always, mm-hmm. I believe... 99% of the time, again, I'm not perfect, that I'm kind and that's something that I'm really passionate about is always showing kindness to people and second of all, that I'm really courageous. So like when I'm sort of, I feel as though I'm not happy about someone's behaviour or action, I'll call it, um, that during this time, like in particular, I we got a few knots with our company. I went, you know what, we have to stay courageous so we're going to pick ourselves up and we're going to ride the wave and we're going to come up with some new strategies and new things. So we, this is part of who we are. We're courageous. Mm. Um, so it's, I think that's where, and we've been getting lots of feedback about that, which has been really nice. Like people have said, you've stayed really on messaging and brand. So we didn't deviate. 
Um, and that I was always kind, like when I was seeing some like of the, t- t- the people in the shops during COVID reacting to the toilet paper debacle, you know, like people were like going to the supermarkets and going, oh, like, you know, I need this toilet paper and stuff. Yeah. I was watching it going, hmm, that's interesting. And thinking, you know what, if I run out of toilet paper, I'll just shower more. But I just thought I just... <laughs> But I thought the last thing I'm going to do is go and go into this frenzy. And even when I went to the supermarket, I always said thank you and showed kindness, mm-hmm. you know. And when you guys have got it, you've all got so tough jobs. that You've got really tough jobs at the moment. I just want to say I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. I had one person in tears that I went up to see how she was going, you know. And I just thought, oh, my gosh, like this is, as humans, we have to keep practising kindness with each other. Um, so I think it's just through your actions. It's just, I think that I'm very, very present and aware of just making sure I make people feel that I really care and that I'm being kind. So, and coming back to your values, which are clearly like one, like two are kindness and and courage. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Um, where do you feel like you have room for improvement or what's your next step that you're looking at with your personal development there in those areas? Yeah, that's a really good question. I know I work too much. I know I work way too much. So at the moment, actually, it's probably been like this for a decade. Uh, So that's one thing I think this time's kind of proven is I really need to have more quiet time, which I'm getting better at. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's, when you've got your own company, it's like having another child. It's like you really can't keep your eyes off it. Uh, so being okay, yeah, being okay with a much better these days. Like even this weekend, I did do some work. Uh, like there's days where I'll go, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm going to do some work. And then I'm like, it's a Sunday. Like, what am I doing? Or like, so recognizing that, whereas sometimes I'll just, and also being bored a little bit more. Like sometimes I go, oh, um, I'm not doing much and there's nothing really much on Netflix. Oh, I'll write something or I'll do some work. And then I'm now much better at going, what? Like, it's okay not to, it's okay to be bored. I'll, it's okay just to read a, like me, even though I love reading. Um, so taking care of, well, taking care of yourself. Um, also, what can I get better at? Boundaries is another thing. That's definitely another thing I, I could get better at. So being kind sometimes means, and there's a difference between kindness and niceness. So I, I have received a lot of feedback on way too kind and way too nice. Mm. So I'm a great believer you can be kind and be strong. So I think I need to be stronger around setting boundaries. That's just me being open and honest. Yeah, so, no, yeah. I agree. I've had conversations, um, especially even in these um, in these conversations, it's come up about how um, setting boundaries is a loving, kind thing to do. For yourself but also for other people because yeah. then they can relax knowing that where your boundaries are rather than going is this too much or is this too far or is this you know like there's just this sort of resting that can happen when boundaries are set so yeah that's really cool and one last question for you Sonia um where do you feel like there is room for improvement in leadership and communication or any of that sort of area in broader society Can you repeat the question? Yep. Where do you feel like there's room for improvement in leadership or how we communicate in broader society? So like in the broader spectrum beyond just yourself or, yeah. 
<laughs> yes. Um, I was trying. I was only. I was smiling and laughing a little bit because I yes, like without a doubt. Uh, whether people want to acknowledge it or see it is another question. Um, whether they see the importance of it, I think they definitely see the importance of it when they have a look at the culture in their business and then they look at the leadership in their business and go, I wonder why our culture isn't great. <laughs> and then they look at the leadership in their business and go, ah, and I go, yeah, your leaders actually lead your culture and your culture leads your strategy. So if your business isn't growing or if your business has low engagement, low productivity, have a look at your leadership. Like mm -hmm. if your leadership is toxic or is poor or not operating or you've got someone in the in the team that is actually bringing the leadership you know what i mean like it's um again i see so many i hear so many stories of uh companies that could be doing much better if they had better leadership or if they if in leadership development so even during this time it's like oh we don't need leadership development like we're going to actually we're going through challenges we're going to let go of leadership development i actually think you need leadership development now like you need it more now than you did when so you much more yeah so why isn't it the best time to actually teach your greatest people or your best people about leadership so when things which they are you're, they're prepared. They're, they're like they're you're inspired. They've got the tools and they've got the confidence. So, um, I also think generally, I think even as a globe, um, I don't know if you've been seeing at the moment. There's like I think this is why the awards have got so much traction. Is that people have loved the fact we're focusing on kindness, courage, and being inclusive. So people know that we need more kind people. People know we need more courageous people and leaders. People know we need people to be more inclusive and understand that we're all different and unique and love each other and, like, and care and respect each other for that. So I think, yeah, like we're seeing what's going on around the globe in 2020 and it's like everyone's saying, uh, and I'm thinking, yeah, are we all finally getting that we actually do need a lot more kindness? <laughs> like, And like we are. And I said, yes, because we know what it's like not to... Have, have unkindness onto us mm. so let's be if we i saw this great poster on the bus bus stuff around let's call it the kindness pandemic you know like that's the one thing we could be towards each other now and moving forward is kind kind kindness like yeah so um i would really love us to be the ripple effect no matter how small around the globe that we're actually being more kind as a globe I love that so much. I feel like that's really important as well. And it just comes back to, yeah, values and being willing to sort of learn those, those skills and learn how to cultivate more of those things, whether it's leadership or kindness or both in itself. So, yeah. um, but yes, thank you so much for joining me today, Sonia. I really appreciate your time and your wisdom and your words. Um, there was definitely a lot of goodness in that conversation and a lot of, important things I feel like people collectively could ponder a little bit more and how we can kind of take that with us and actually start to cultivate and do more of that. So thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much, Jess. It was beautiful. Thanks for listening to Get Jashed. If you dig these conversations, please subscribe and share a review. If you want to know more about how you can dive deeper into these topics for yourself, head to j-lee.com.au forward slash courses. You can also follow me on Facebook and YouTube by searching j-leigh. 
and Instagram at j underscore dot l-e-i-g-h to see the full videos of these episodes and keep up to date with what's going on in our world of communication, emotional intelligence, and well-being. 